Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes scramble to recover after Baron's misfire. I'm always in these big battles, Troy. I'm always, always rule, of fun. rule of fun. Rule of Grant, fun. Thank God for you. The one saving grace of the Glass Cannon Podcast. <laughs> Grant's humility. But with each victory... For what you've done to Orphas, I'm taking you out right now. Wow. Pulls back the bow. Bold. Fires. Natural 20! Comes an even greater defeat. Natural 1. And their enemy... Rise, rise, my gift! ...is keen to take advantage. It's a big round, Troy. This is huge. You're telling me, bro. I haven't rolled my 20 yet with my sight. Of their mistakes. Ah, Natty 20 is a times 4 crit. I've got to get a piece of this pie. The adventure continues. Holy... Wow! Now... What is going on, GCP Nation? It's your old buddy Troy LaValle coming at you with what? Guess guess what I'm going to say. That's right. Another exciting episode of the GCP. Remember that week when it was a big deal when you got four episodes in a week? Now we've been doing it for the last two weeks and you're going to get another one this week. That's right. GCP today. New Androids and Aliens tomorrow. A new cannon fodder that we recorded live this past Saturday on Twitch. And then another Raiders of the Lost Continent for all our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and up this Friday. We just we just can't help but give. Listen, I would love to say more in this intro, but I, I've got to edit 900 episodes, so we're not going to waste too much more time. However, before this month comes to a close, I want to wish a happy Pride Month to all of our listeners out there, both our LGBT listeners and our allies out there. I hope you know that not only at this table, in this studio, but all of GCP Nation is your ally, and we love you. I told you I'm keeping this short and sweet. There's too much episode to get to, so please enjoy episode 161 of the GC Pizzle of Scythe and Men. Oh, Grant... Grant. Ooh, rough, man. Grant, Grant, Grant. You think you're so cool just because your character, your one character, has lived for so long. But will you forget, my friend, by keeping you alive for as long as I have, I have killed two of your guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't put a price on that. <laughs> well, the difference is this time. My father's gun, which is also the name of Baron's autobiography. <laughs> uh, I like that. <laughs> thank I you. Like that. Uh, father's gun. It uh, was non-magical, so it was kapoofed right. forever. No sentimental value. This one is magical, and it can be made whole again. Ah, yes. But not in this combat. So no. for the purposes of this combat... All I got is an ancestral weapon called Dragon's Breath. Okay. okay. Well, it's about time you break that shit out. Yeah. No, it's true. It's a shame neither of these are the dragon so subtype. Was that the second time Della has died? No. Oh, <laughs> we'll be the last. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. I never should have loaded her with demon's blood. <laughs> uh, that was bold, man. What were you thinking? You were just like, F it. Well... Baron's been so good at combat when someone walks up to him and knocks him off a fucking wall while he's being Spider Baron, he's gonna get angry. Yeah. And angry people make rash choices. What's your misfire chance? Like one to three? One to two? One to two. One to two. So it's still... 
That's not that high. Actually, but getting two in a was, row. I thought it was higher. When, it's, it's when one is it higher? To, it's one to four right now. Actually, with yeah. the alchemical cartridges. Am I crazy? But have you only tried to do this two times where you kept firing and both times it exploded? Both in big critical battles against big scary creatures we've never seen. Targ Sinchkin. And, uh, I love that battle. That's one of my favorites, actually. I could be one. wrong, but I feel like you've never done I've it. Stopped. I've stopped. I've stopped every time. And you and and the only time never you done did it do since. it, it exploded. That's amazing. That's every kind of yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, every time <laughs> you've never risked. Well, the, it. the haste is what did it. It's the final shot, the fourth shot I was able to get yeah. with a full so, attack action. So, Sounds like you're trying to so blame Skid. So it's Pembroke's fault. It's, no, I'd never blame Skid <laughs> That's for anything. That's what I heard. Because I, heard. I wouldn't want Skid angry at me because he'd make me feel very small and, and bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Philosopher King. It's, it's my thing. It's his thing. Run you down. It's my thing. He gets off on being just mean as shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So, but two of them hit. Two of the bullets hit. And then two grazed on the misfire? Well, so the up close and deadly, which I said I applied to every shot, you apply half of the precision damage from that. Okay. So I got, I did a little, uh, you ripped off a piece of Orphos Norkin's cheat sheet for me to add up my, my damage on I got a big cheat sheet for him. He's got a so lot that, going on. Yeah, so we remembered it. So I have uh, all of my uh, up close and deadly damage. Okay. I have the two damage dice. All right. I have my modifier. Yeah. And then I have <laughs> um, the giant, or the orc's bane. That I put on the weapon prior to shooting. That's him. right. Little You're going to kill him? Inquisitor Bainage. That is a total with two missed shots of 78 points of damage. <laughs> Holy. Wow. Oh, 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 my. No wonder wow. you weren't angry at the oh end of last episode. God. Oh, my God. I was whistling Dixie, my friend. 78. Goes through wow. all of DR, right? Uh, well, if the DR is magic, yes. Yeah. 78 points oh my god of damage the only fair thing is for your gun to explode after that round. oh it's actually i didn't add it to the two grazes because i get plus two with my sacred uh destruction uh-huh so all weapon oh it's just weapon damage roll so no it's correct it's correct that those are the precision damage is not a weapon damage roll i apologize for attempting to game the system troy please forgive me but the damage is still correct. <laughs> 78 points of damage. Oh 78 God. points of damage. Wow. You have killed Orphos. Yeah! Yeah! It's so poetic that it's barren, too. That so poetic. Awesome. Even with orc ferocity. Wow. Gone, gone, gone. Uh, and we gone. Were right, but we're, we're still in it, man. That means grip point back, baby. Yeah! <laughs> a man without a gun, but has man, a grip point. That is wow. the ultimate worth it. Oh, my Woo! God. He dead. He dead. <laughs> that was badass. That was very, very just badass. Just imagine Baron just being pissed off and like rubbing shit yeah, out of his eye. Eyeballing him. Yeah. Calling down the judgment of his god on his gun to yeah. give it against the orcs. Yeah. Not only was it cool, but you let me uh, you know, let me use a little GM GM bending to uh, allow the thunder stomp to throw you off the uh, ceiling. So I'm going to give you a bottle cap. Oh, hey, hey, all right. That's... I'm always, <laughs> I'm always in these big battles, Troy. I'm always, always rule there. of fun. You're rule of rule fun. Of Grant, fun. Thank God for you. <laughs> <laughs> the one saving grace of the Glass Cannon podcast. <laughs> Grant's humility. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're still in round four. I just imagine we're looking over at Baron and Baron's holding like this busted ass gun. Oh, right. With like gun smoke in his face. Oh, yeah. What are the rules for exploding? We gun? haven't done the damage. That's right. It's been so exciting. Uh, Oh, yeah. Everything else, like ten d six. When you loses a hand, we also have to find out if it's a fumble because it was a natural one. Yes, on the final one, so I can roll to oh, see if it's a fumble. All right, there's a lot going on. Roll for the natural one. That's oh, a fumble. Fan oh, fumble. Oh, 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 fan fumble. What do you want to resolve first? Do you want to know what the g explosion for the gun? Or yeah, the fumble let's talk first? explosion for the gun, which we'll say is times four since it was a crit. <laughs> really? No, when a gun explodes, pick one corner of your square. The explosion creates a burst from that point of origin. Each firearm has a burst size noted in parentheses. Any creature within this burst, including the firearm's wielder, takes damage as if it had been hit by the weapon. Uh, no one's within uh, my... The, the, the range on that weapon is five foot. All right, so it's only going to hurt you. Yep. So what was that damage? 78? <laughs> <laughs> no, so what's one shot of damage? Uh, 1d8. 1d8? It's 1d8 or lose a hand. Yep. How the hell is it only 1d8 for you? Oh. Max damage, 8. So that's it? You get no bonuses? Sorry. My guy takes 78, you take 8? <laughs> that doesn't seem takes fair. Damage. As, if it, as if it had been hit by the weapon, DC 12, so it would. So this is a total right now 
You're going to take 78 points of damage? No, 25 points of damage, but I have a a reflex save to half. Okay. What's the DC? 12. Passed. Yeah. So 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. All right. Okay. Now let's talk about the fan. Now we got a fan fumble fumble in here from Ben in... Chiliwack. Oh, Brit- oh, British Columbia. Chiliwack. Is, oh. is that a place? Uh, Hello, Chiliwack, British Columbia. I'm sure that's pronounced correctly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> ben, uh, Ben's is called the Future's Past. Uh, ooh, what is it? It's for Orphos. It's perfect. Oh, this is actually really cool. A sudden flashback brings back an old traumatic memory. Oh. Dazed for one round, then shaken for 1d3 rounds. Oh, Will cool. save negates the daze, but you're still shaken for 1d3 rounds. That's really so the, that's perfect. So yeah, we'll it, that's amazing. So it's going to be a DC 19 will save. DC 19 will. Natural 20 on Yeah, the there you go. So, but it, it, so, what did you think of? I thought back to the moment that I slipped um, a little something in my parents' drinks back at the Five Kings Mountains. Oh. And I, 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 Baron thinks back as to he thinks he's made the right decision. He's now walking in the righteous man's path. But do the doors to Torag's realm open simply through good deeds? Do they erase the mistakes of the past, or is there still recompense to be paid by this wow. lonesome sheriff? Wow. He thinks yes. One d three rounds. You're shaking. Wow. Uh, two rounds. Really philosophical when your gun blows up in your hand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wouldn't we all be? <laughs> I, I do. I always deep find thoughts. That to be true. Deep thoughts. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Ben. Good job. Thank That's you, a good one. I like that ben one. Ben Chilliwack. Uh, okay, you have eliminated Orphos Norkim, or what was left of the poor guy. A gift, as uh, this giant said. Rise, rise, my gift. Gone. All that remains is this strange, black-robed, white-faced, scythe-wielding giant. Pembroke, it is you and Alan's turn. Okay. Uh, Pembroke, well, first Alan is going to... He can charge, right? He sure... Oh, no, because because uh, this giant is around the corner... I, I, can you charge into cover? No. He's okay, ha- fine. Half of him is invisible behind a wall. Yeah, that's fine. So but He uh, can certainly attack. Alan uh, will lumbers forward, dome, 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 towards this undead, weird-looking, Mr. Sinister, Nathaniel Essex-looking dude, <laughs> and unleashes his tail in a bout of Cretaceous Fury no. Woo, swings no. the tail natty 18 oh. and what is that total this guy's got a pretty right. juicy AC uh that is uh 40 th- sorry 32 oh just made it okay just okay. made it uh and Woo. that is 24 points of damage and I forgot this last time but make a fortitude save. Ooh, I don't like, like that. I I, I do. That. I like it. I don't like that. Oh, uh good fort uh 28. Okay, he made it. Oh, you're all right. I you're all right. That. I hate when someone creeps you're like all right. go ahead and make a will save. Yep. No. No, you, I won't. You love it when you're GMing though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, round 5. Just down to one dude. That uh, dinosaur has cut off the room from Baron, Feyraza, and Pembroke getting to this creature. It has effectively made it a battle between Lork and... uh, Pembroke. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, Pembroke on his turn is going to dimension step into the room next to Cat Benatar. Oh, my God. Uh, Which side? Uh, Danger side or safe side? Safe side. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Pembroke is in the room. So now it's Pembroke. Cat Benatar Lork in a room cut off. It's about, uh, what, 20 feet wide and 50 feet long? About, about that, yeah. yeah. One, two, three, yeah. So I mean, 20 by, yeah, 20 by 50. 20 by 50, a little rectangle. <sighs> At one end of the room, Lork face to face with this giant 10 feet away, and on the other side of the room, Pembroke and Cat Benatar. Just chilling. Feyraza. Feyraza, round five. What do you got? And this has changed my plans a bit. Yeah. I bet. Faraza is... How... Yeah, incur. Okay. Uh, I mean, Faraza is going to... Unwild shape. 
and move to the door. Unwild shape, move to the closed door? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Lork and Caddy B. It's a big round, Troy. Yeah. This is huge. You're telling me, bro. It's a big round. I haven't rolled my 20 yet with my sight. With my right. sight. Uh, still got this haste going, though. It gives me um, great odds to, to at least get through one or two hits on this guy. And Lork is feeling confident. He's a little weakened, a little bloody, a little blood from the lip. And he's like, for what you've done to Orphas, I'm taking you out right now. Wow. Pulls back the bow. Bold. Fires. Natural 20! That's such a beautiful rounds. thing. Oh, roll to confirm. Uh, does not confirm, but that's still a Sporting hit. Nice. Yeah, Sporting he nice. does twenty-seven points of damage. Nice. No exploding. Okay. No explosions. Wow. Wow. Whoa, that was that looked so oh, beautiful. That would have been real time. good. Second shot uh, is a miss. It all took was Orphos going down oh. for you to regain your composure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, so miss. Piss at this. Oh, by the way, I, I had to spend a, uh, a a trick on the defensive bow stance to not provoke. Okay. Um, I was going to say, yeah. do I get to uh, attack? Yeah, so you, you do not get to attack. Uh, third shot, natural one. Oh, <laughs> oh man. You nice can roll it. for the confirm, but I'm sure it's going to be a fumble. <laughs> I, uh, I am sure it's going to be a natty fumble. Oh, 32. Oh, AC 31. Yeah, I oh, knew yeah. he had to get that 16. Wow. Yeah. All right, no fumble. Uh, all right, Whew. no fumble. One more shot. Need a natural You're 20. Escaping these fumbles left and right. Yeah, need a natural 20 to hit, though, on this one. Natty 19, though. Actually, that's a 30. 30. Oh, oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, so no. sorry. That would have been so fun. So sorry. Oh, oh Natty awesome. 19. Damn it. Oh, boy. oh no. I'm sorry. It's Giant's Bane. Plus two. 32. 32. Totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> totally Boom. forgot. Ew, and son I, of a bitch. Oh, that was awesome. All right, all right. Exploding uh, dice. Exploding dice. No, it's not exploding <laughs> dice. Uh, I was excited for a second. Uh, that's 28 points of damage. Oh, my gracious. Oh, that was awesome. That Bane. Okay. It's his turn. <laughs> Unless Cat Benatar wants to jump in. Uh, no, he's going to say, stay, Cat. Again, blood coming out of his mouth. He's like, he's fighting this thing down to the end here. Cat's gonna and say. if he goes down on this round, it was a good round to go down. Hell yeah, man. Got two hits in. Any hit that this guy lays on you, you're going to lose a level. Oh, right. Right. But right. You stood there, resolute. I forgot that. Knowing that there's no way to remove those levels anytime soon. After my four attacks, I'm going to run away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. I can't lie. <laughs> it's against the rules of the game. Ah, Natty 20 is a times four crit. I've got to get a piece of this pie. <laughs> and it's a permadeath. I mean, a times four? I mean, I'm thinking about taking off combat expertise, lowering my AC, putting power attack on. Can I just make a recommendation? Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> You're going to hit anything that's not a natural one. Pretty yeah. much in your with your base with your main attack minus but four. If I leave combat expertise and power attack, it's going to be tough. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to remove combat expertise. Okay, that lowers his AC, boys. Lowers his yeah. AC. There we go. That lowers his AC, Alan. <laughs> Lork says yeah. to the dinosaur. Thanks. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to put on power attack. Yeah, which means yeah. a crit could kill you. Yeah. yeah, a crit is almost certainly permadeath. First attack. 26. Minus four. 22 to hit. That's still a hit. Oh, no. That's why I said it's like roll anything. All right. It is going to be 33 points of damage. I mean, that is such. And you lose one level. Oh. Oh. That is such incredible incredible death. Oh, no. Yeah. Grant's looking at my sheet right now. Oh, no. And here comes attack number two. This thing crits 19 to 20. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> but you rolled an 18. I rolled an 18. Yeah. Oh. Did you see the 18? No, I just, because you said it crits 19 right. to 20. I could tell. 31 points of damage. Dead. What? Lork oh is dead. Oh, God. Hold on. Just let me... Give me a moment with my character, please. Wow, I didn't even think I hit Lork going into this. Orphos hit Lork. Orphos mm. hit Lork with the acid spray. Yeah. And with the no, great not with the acid sword. spray, with the great sword. That's right. 
splits and chips. This thing, this scythe, raises into the air. He's got his defensive bow stance on. He's trying to be as defensive as possible. Sure, sure. In that last second, he just, like, looks, turns to Pembroke. Like, he sees the wizard teleport into the room, and for a second there, he has a flash of hope. He turns, looks at Pembroke, and he's just like, Pembroke, I need it now. And then the scythe cuts him down. And he drops to the ground. Permadead. Permadead. I can't see any other way around it. He is at negative 14 from the... Actually, he's at negative 19 after that second hit. I mean, there's no there's no debating it. His con is 10. Oh. He's an elf. Oh, right. Wow. He's at negative 19. I'm like shaking. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. Oh. That minus four didn't seem to matter. Right right at that one. Natty 18. Natty 18. Damn it. I'm trying to think if there's anything. There's nothing. There's nothing. Oh, Jesus, man. Wow. Pembroke, do it now. Whatever you're going to do, do it now. Technically, Cat Benatar's turn. <laughs> oh my god! I don't god. know if it's the right time to bring that up. Oh, Cat Benatar runs, leaps onto the table, and leaps at this thing when she sees this gruesome hit take out Lurk. Leaps onto this table, doom to doom, runs, jumps, and goes to bite this thing. Oh, natural one. Oh, oh my god. god! Come on! I mean, it's got to be a fumble. It's so hideous. Natural two to confirm. Oh, that is a fucking <laughs> <laughs> fumble. Oh, when I god. tell you that I oh. had no idea it was game over for Lork, this is... Things have changed. Things oh have god. changed dramatically. I can't even tell you how much... Oh, I, can't, I can't even... Can't even get into it right now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's see. Da-da-da-dum. This is from Michael in Ithaca, New York. Battle Rage. Not sure if that. Well, huh. Battle Rage. Yeah, Battle Rage. Yeah. Furious. The stress of combat has become too much, and you suffer a mental break. You can no longer descend, discern friend from foe. Oh yeah. You are confused until you make a successful will save. That's actually amazing right yeah, now. That's... She's like going to lash out at everybody. Yeah. What amazing, that's amazing timing on that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, she's lost, losing her mind. She has no one to guide her. She's losing her mind, so Kat is now confused. But she lands right uh, five feet away from him. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to go on a beer run. <laughs> Mickey, guys, let me know what you need. I got something to tell you. It's Baron's turn. <laughs> sorry, I don't know what I else thought it was going to be heartening. I'm I thought sorry, it was going to be like that. Really, is a comfort in these <laughs> this, this dark times. In these dark times, Baron. And you know the saddest part? Baron has no idea. Baron and Feyraza cannot see into that oh, room. Like, God. Did Feyraza open the door? No, but I can see through the other open door. Sure, sure. I can see the work went down. Yeah, I can't okay. hit it. Yeah. I, I don't. Do think you know he's dead? Can you sense that? Maybe. I mean, Baron I has no idea. Baron, I mean, well, she probably saw like the hit. She was like, saw, she had to see. Probably gruesome with a scythe. Yeah, because uh, like, there's no <gasps> way anyone survived that hit. Yeah, she from no plus whatever it is, fifteen, thirteen hit points to negative fourteen in like, one it hit. Probably, it had to be a gruesome yeah, hit. It, like ripped him open. <sighs> wow. So I'm sick to my stomach. Baron, not seeing this. We'll just hope that, you know, Lork tripped or didn't finish his sentence and, and believe that he's alive. And he's going to stand up, get up from the prone position. That's its own move action. I can't move from there, correct? 
Uh, getting up is one move action. Okay, so the second move action will be to move 40 feet towards the door. Okay. Uh, within 10 feet of the the weird giant necromancer guy. I see his back. So 10 feet away from him. Okay. And swi- uh, free action, pull out dragon's breath. Swift action, enact Bane on the weapon to affect giants. There okay, now there's a giant dinosaur there blocking <laughs> the one opening in that door, just so you know. Um, I oh, that's the only, it's on the other yeah. side. I'm sorry, I'm at a weird angle. Yeah. Uh, so, so you want to run right up next to 40. him within his scythe range? Please? <laughs> Took me a second. I'm, I'm too uh, upset. That door there. is closed. That door is closed. That's why Feyraza had Did Feyraza cast walk through walls on you, Baron? <laughs> Can you spider climb through doors like you just did again? Oh, that one's... <laughs> I hope we're leaving all of this in. I'm watching you like a hot burger. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. That'll provoke once. I will take the attack of opportunity because you've been watching me like a hawk. You're the Timberland to my Aaliyah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby girl. So Better Baron known as the Aaliyah. Right. Gets up. <laughs> One move action. Mm-hmm. Second move action just bolts through the dinosaur spaces, and curves through the open under space. Under his legs. And right, t- under his legs. And like as he's sliding, the swift and free the free action to pull out Dragon's Breath and the swift action. He's praying as he's sliding under the Dragon's yeah, Blade yeah. Toreg <laughs> to give him Giant's Bane on, on, on uh, uh, Dragon's Breath. If you imagine this is all happening in real time, like Lork goes down as the, the tail from the creature is swinging around and Baron's running underneath it. And then another sli- sight slash comes down. With power attack still on, oh. mind you. Uh-oh. Where's my Twinzo? No, Where no, no. is it? No, no, no. Where is it? That is going to be a 32 to hit. Giant subtype. Giant subtype. Minus four? Minus four. Minus four. 28 to hit. Do you know what my AC is with haste on? Against... Giants. Giants. 29. 29. Yeah! 29. Wow. 29, baby. They don't leave it to tell my story. Wow. <laughs> probably just like, you get like a haircut. Like, it's just like going by. No, like, no wow. the, the ugly fur hat that no one likes just flies off my head again. Yeah. I lose my hat again. <laughs> wow. So Baron, just Ooh. smooth operator. Wow. So he's basically Sam Fisher from Splinter or uh, from uh, Tom Clancy. Hell yeah, Splinter Cell slides into place. Now, do you have any actions left? You move, get up, no, move. That. Nope, that's, that's it. it. You spent all his actions. You're in the room now. It's just the dinosaur and Feyraza chilling in the other one. I forgot to knock Lork down. Hold on. Oh my god, he's god. technically prone. Uh, it is Pembroke's turn. The potent. All right, and uh, out. Pembroke, so he's used all the instances of his metamagic rod. Uh, Whatever you're going to do, do it now. The he last word. going to start casting Summon Monster 4. Summon Monster 4. Okay. Begins casting Summon Monster 4. And Alan. Alan. Who could forget? Alan. Alan. Takes another swing of his mighty... Mace-like tail and misses. Mighty mace-like tail. Boom. Misses. Smashes into the doorframe. It's a new round. Splinters everywhere. Splinters everywhere. Feyraza. Feyraza doesn't have a lot of options. No. Not exactly well prepared for this combat in terms of spells. No. There is one thing I can do. Actually, there are two things I can do. The first is open the door. Yes. I will do that. Move action. And then I'm going to cast a little spell I think you're familiar with. I don't think it's really the great best spell for this situation, but okay. I have a better option. Okay. Roll a fortitude save. Oh, you're going to tell me and what it is? I'm going to put I'm gonna a bottle, bottle cap. cap disadvantage. Oh. Guess oh, you know wow. this one's serious, huh? It's a little spell known as Baleful Polymorph. Oh, oh my oh, God. Please, please let this work. DC 19. Oh, DC 19. That's fortitude. Uh, that's rough. rough. But I got very high giant, fortitude. Okay, my fortitude is a plus 16. Oh god. I rolled a 16, and I rolled a fucking natural one. Oh my god! That bottle cap. That is what you get. What do you turn this motherfucker into? (laughs) What do you turn him into? (laughs) Oh, my God. Just because it's poetic justice, Troy, you are now a rat. Yeah! Yeah! 
<laughs> Roll a will save. Let's oh. feed him to Merple. <laughs> <laughs> will save uh, 16. Fail. You lose the ability. You, you're, you lose your extraordinary supernatural and spell-like abilities. Lose the ability to cast spells, and you gain the alignment, special abilities, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma of your new form. Wow! <laughs> Not oh. only have you turned me into a rat, I've lost all my powers. You think you're a rat? And this creature is not undead. If it was undead, it this work. may it not works. work. It only works on this living creatures. Not an undead creature, although it has some undead uh, similarities. Holy wow. moly, wow. Matthew. Matthew. For all well intents and purposes, wow. you are out of combat. Oh, oh my god. Um, Faraza would like to grab the rat. Oh, roll a grapple check. It's going to start scurrying around. She, uh, yeah, so I guess we should close the door or something. But uh, 21. 21. It doesn't probably retain its uh, CMD. No. Uh, yeah, a rat with a CMD of 32. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, yeah, you're able to get it. And Faraza says, balance in all things. And she breaks the rat's neck. Oh! oh! Snap. And, wow. And drops it to the ground. Oh, wow. Boom. The rat falls not too far away from the corpse of Lork Iron Tusk. And, yeah, Pembroke rushes over to the fallen body of his friend. No, no, no. He falls to his knees and just sees, I'm, I assume, that there's just nothing anyone can do. Big, huge gash from right near where his neck meets his shoulder blade all the way down to right under his lower abdomen. Blood just gushing out. And the gushing is stopped. And you know that the heart has stopped as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You are deep now at this point, relatively deep within this temple that has been somehow bastardized. Is it still a temple of Thrymir? Pembroke doesn't think so. Is it a temple of Ergothoa? Maybe. Pembroke can now see the same mural that Lork saw when he walked into the room, this giant, larger than the mountains, stumbling into the sea. You remember hearing stories about the creation of the frost giants, how Thremir himself walked into the sea. If this was a new temple, would they still leave these old murals up? What else lies behind these doors, and can you face it with only three of you and a cat that looks terrified? So Baron sees Pembroke's reaction, and I think he was just so battle-lusted, he hasn't even taken into full account, and he kind of walks over quickly to Pembroke, and he kind of maybe puts more weight than he should on the lower of Pembroke's back, and maybe kind of knocks him over a little bit for his size, or, or knocks him off balance. And he looks down, and he sees just the vicious wound that's cut him in twain and he says you've always been brave a brave fool but a brave friend I know you had arguments and problems with God and you weren't much of a man of Gorum but I'd like to think that you always would have fit in just right underneath Toreg even if you are a half orc I'm going to make sure your daughter gets home safe. And then he snaps and he looks straight at Pembroke and he says, Pembroke, we have to go back to true now. We have to take his body back home. Can you do this? I wish I could. I've never been there. I, I can't. 
magic doesn't work that way. I have maps. I, 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 can, I know how to draw this. No, no, no. It doesn't this, matter. This, that nothing will work? I have to have seen it with my own eyes. I've <sighs> been there at least once. You Pembroke the Potent. Can't you take us there? I can take him to Skiergard. I mean, perhaps <sighs> he can find some arrangements there. I, I don't know. This man deserves a burial of the highest honor. Well, we've certainly got to take his body out of this awful, evil place. Yes, we must go. Feyraza, what's our quickest means of egress from here? I suppose the way we came, or teleportation. Hmm. Yes, I I can manage that. I, I can take us somewhere safe. Bear the body with us? Yes. I've seen it done once before. When another who was taken too soon from us fell. You don't know her. Her name was Gormley. She was also fighting in the darkest of places. And I remember another friend of mine, who you don't know, Galabras, he cast a spell called Gentle Repose on, on the corpse of the body to make sure that it would last until it got its proper due. Is that something either you are capable of? My spells are mostly focused on revenge and retribution, sadly. They don't serve me well in a situation like this. I know this spell. I could do it. I don't have it at hand. Mm. I would have to purchase it somewhere. But I, I could do it. Well, it's cold up here, so hopefully he'll be well preserved for now. L- let's get out of here. Um, Farazo would like to search the room. She's looking for something, a couple things in particular. Um, but before we go, she kind of puts her hand up and then says, there might be something. Let me look. Uh, so yeah, she'll, she'll search both rooms. Search both rooms. Okay. Um, let's start with the room that you first walked into um, obviously these creatures have some stuff on them Orphas as well well we, don't, we lost all the stuff that was on the uh, oh that's right he all got transformed um, so you're just left with what was on Orphas which um, I think the only thing of real interest to you would be the uh, band of charisma did he have a uh Oathbreaker still? He did. He did have Oathbreaker. Not that Baron would know. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, the things that would be of interest to you is a, a Ring of Protection plus one, whatever. Uh, cloak Resistance plus one. You guys probably already have that. Headband of Alluring Charisma plus two. And then the uh, plus one greatsword with the name Oathbreaker written on it. In terms of what else is in the room, nothing of interest. Uh, Fay Razi, are you looking for anything specific? Uh, certain oils. You see, uh, holy symbols, other objects pertinent to worship. Um, you see some oils. You don't know if they're the ones that you are looking for, but you do see some oils. These are not the oils you're looking for. <laughs> she'll take. She'll take everything. Okay. Beyond that, these rooms t- had a, a purpose, and that purpose has been served. Doesn't seem to be anything else really interesting going on in these rooms. Can you teleport all of us? Yes, uh, I can take four four living creatures, and then perhaps we can stuff Lork in this sack. <laughs> Gallows humor. <laughs> and then Baron snaps and says, Wait, wait. What about cat? She four, attacks you. Four <laughs> living. <laughs> four living. Yeah, she, that's, yeah, that's four. No, but I'm just, I'm looking at her now. I saw her kind of get dazed by that crit. Is she, like, Baron's a little wary of her after that? She sh- she's shaking out of it now. Or she's shaking out of it now, but, like, she's lost her connection to. Right this 
I uh, see that. It's just, a, a, you know, you could try some wild empathy, maybe. Faraz is going to cast Speak with Animals. Ah, okay. Oh. Interesting. I don't know if you have that, that character voice prepared, Troy. <laughs> Matthew, I have everything. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> so you just cast Speak with Animals uh-huh. with her? Um, okay. What do you... Uh, and in what do Leopard, you say <laughs> I say, my friend... We have all suffered a great loss. And we will not tell you what to do. But for the meantime, will you travel with us? What do you mean you've suffered a great loss? I do not understand. Your companion has been struck down. You know this, surely. You mean he is not returning? What do you mean by returning, exactly? He has been struck down before and returned. Though I felt the connection end. The connection I felt when I first found him made me believe that he would always return when struck down. You are proposing, I think, in your own way, that I do what I had done before and resurrect Lork Iron Tusk. It was me that did it. I was the one who struck him down, and I was the one who returned him to the world of the living. Yes. Yes, I saw you. I watched you both from the woods. In truth, I felt an unnatural connection to both of you. But when you laid your hands upon him, the sense that you put on his body, I climbed upon the slab and I knew that he and I were meant to be one. Can you not do it again? With the right supplies and... A day of preparation? Maybe. But these are rough magics we are dealing with. We do not know what form he will take upon return. And, perhaps more importantly, how do we know when one's story has ended? Yes. This I understand. Do you wish me to do this? That is for you to decide. I will follow the path that you carve out. And if you choose not to, then I shall leave. I do not know what to do. Nature has selected him for removal twice now. I have intervened once. But I am no god. I must consider this on our journey out of this place. May I speak with you again before you leave? Yes, any time. However, for what it's worth, you are all gods to me. And she just skulks back towards the room where you first saw the giant and Orphus and walks towards the stone shape. Let us leave this place. I can take us back to the cathedral of Minterhall. This would be a safe place to recover our strength. A city might give us more options for the moment. I can take us to Skiergard. Whoever's occupying our room now will probably be quite surprised. But... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Perhaps you, Pembroke, you and I should have a conversation when we return to the city. Yes, yes. This is a, there are very deep philosophical implications at play here. But for the moment, yes, let us return to Skiergaard. Do you agree, Baron? I, I can't even think straight right now. You take me wherever you guys think are best. And he kind of just trying to cover up 
Lork's body and the wound as best he can with whatever's in his uh, bag of holding. Cat Benatar will travel with us for now. Good. Right. Brace yourselves. And <laughs> Pembroke gathers them all in a circle and blinks his eyes. Poof! And chomp! We appear back in the Rusty Mermaid, whatever the name of the <laughs> inn was. As long as you don't roll a 100. True. Uh, oh, very true. true. Okay. Let's see what happens Things here. Things get wild with my imagination. This Let's. is the strangest <laughs> way you've ever tried to get a TPK try. <laughs> You're up in the Shadow Realm. 77. Ooh. Ooh. It was a very good year. <laughs> Star Wars. It was a very good year. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> this is staying in the episode. In. <laughs> hey, mom. I will. Did Lork die yet? I will. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me unless Lork's dead. I'll call you back. <laughs> or Skid texted. She episode. was so. She Are was, you kidding me? Lork didn't die. She was so insistent that I call her on any character death. <laughs> <laughs> Jump the gun. <laughs> um, so you're back at uh, one of the inns in Skelt. With Cat Benatar, Baron Ashpeak, Theraza El said, Pembroke the Potent, and the corpse of Lork Iron Tusk. What do you want to do here? It it hasn't been long enough. You guys would know. There's no way that the slaves that you guys sent out would have reached Skelt yet. However, yeah. you can you already told them to like meet them halfway, Pembroke. You went out and said, you know, didn't you? Or we? Or yeah, at the least agreement you was that. that they would send out a party to meet them on the road and bring them, uh, escort them back to the city, the Skelt. Um, Have you talked to Briella? Have you ta told her that her daughter lives? Because now you've got new news for her. Yeah, I have not done that. <laughs> your daughter lives, but your boyfriend's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we should, you know probably go to her house rather than saying come here look behind this cordon it's your dead boyfriend <laughs> that would be awful i've got a surprise for you yeah, no well, we should go talk to her well um, we should decide what we're going to do first well i have to purchase a scroll of uh make hole so we can fix baron's gun yep mm -hmm. um and uh and, get somebody to cast gentle repose yeah i mean I, we, for the purposes of re reincarnation we don't need that but for the purposes of being nice to the dead yeah we should i think we should also and we can do this off air after the episode but pick out some scrolls that fit into the uh inquisitor spell list that we don't have from the two spellcasters. i know there's probably some overlap with druid and, and divine spells there but anything that kind of fills in those ghostbane dirge type of uh type of gaps um in case we come across something we're not ready for now that we are down here's a question what does Joe want to do? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not... I'm laughing because I'm nervous. <laughs> How do you feel, Joe? We haven't checked in with you. <laughs> uh, I feel incredibly sad. I mean, I love it in the, in the game sense. Mm -hmm. um, Would his spirit be willing to... Return to the material plane, but, but in a story sense, um, I don't he has, know. He has left. He has left much unfinished. You know, I've I've uh, I've seen this happen before, and I have talked about this a lot, but it's never happened to me. I've like actually had to decide whether to resurrect a character or not. You know. Oh right, we kind of Matthew and I did our own thing with you last time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, we can do we can do the spell, but ultimately, it is Lork's the decision of Lork's soul. So this is resurrection, though. No reincarnation. 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 Oh, you can do it. Oh, oh, I thought you had to be the one to pull the trigger. No. Oh. Well, no, he. That was she ultimately. Is, yeah. Right. But, right. The, but if the spirit, talking, we're we're getting Joe's opinion because if the spirit isn't yeah. willing to return, it ain't worth a thousand gold them. pieces. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Real talk. Well, it's also such a gamble 
And it was so fortunate right. in a way that he turned up into a life right. form that was alien and different and something he may have had issues with in the past, but something he could adjust to. And you wonder as well, it reminds me of Beric Dondarrion, how much of a yep. man comes back every time yep. he's resurrected. Yep. That's what I think about. And I almost wonder if the burden of never being able to, you know, solve all of your life's problems, if if knowing that you can't do that life after life after life might be more torture than just rest. What's interesting is, ultimately, you could cast it, and it would be up to Lork to decide if he accepted it. Right. Or me. <laughs> or me <laughs> to decide if I accept it. Well, I mean, do we want to have this conversation in character, or do we want to yeah, not have a non-character? Yeah. I think that would make sense and let Joe weigh in at the end, or maybe he could keep it secret. I mean, and we could make the decision well, based actually, off of what our character. Well, I think, are. like from a character perspective, like Pembroke was just like, this is something. This is an option that's available to us. I, we should do everything that we can to bring him back. If we can, if I, I, there's, we should use all the resources available to us to try to bring him back. If he doesn't come back, well, but we have to at least try. But my friend, what powers do we wield in this world? And how do we wield them responsibly? That we've wielded them once before. It's a good effect. He was returned to us. He was. But as my power increases, I worry about our purpose and my purpose someone was chosen once Lork removed him from this world perhaps someone was chosen again I had thought it might be Lork himself but perhaps the gods are telling us that is not the truth this is a man's life damn it this is a friend of ours he, he laid There's it no down time willingly metaphysical yes for the first time he did this time his life was taken from him. Before I left home, I grew up in the crafting region of the Five Kings Mountains, but we were close to the farming section. I was friends with another boy. His name was Tarek. And his parents oversaw the stable. And they had mules and horses and uh, they were mostly used in farming, sometimes for expeditions, sometimes they raised them for the town watch. But there was a horse that Tarek really loved, and uh, the horse that he learned how to ride on. And he used to ride it all along the outskirts of the mountains. And uh, one day his dad said, it's time to pen him up and set, it, set him out to stud. He's not going to run like he used to. And Tarek didn't listen. And he'd been begging and itching for weeks and weeks after his dad said it was so long for that old horse. And he snuck out in the middle of the night and he took that horse for one last ride. And he said it ran faster than he could ever remember it running. The wind flowing through his hair. He felt like he could fly all the way to Absalom on the back of that horse like it had wings. And he took it back home and the horse looked him in the eye real thankful and he patted him down on his nose. And he thought, I know better than my daddy. And I'm glad I took this old uh, mare out on one last ride. And uh, a few days later, that horse died. He was ridden past exhaustion. So sometimes it's hard to say how much more anyone can go through in this life before they get to the point of breaking. I'll do whatever the two of you want to do, but part of me wonders if um, rest is what Lork always deserved after all he suffered through. That's just my opinion. I'm not holding you to any of it, but I always think of Tarek and that horse. I am not comfortable playing god and you say bringing back a life is that not the act of a god but having the power to bring a man back to life and neglecting to use it that's 
that is divine. That is a divine judgment that I am not comfortable using. We can commune with his spirit. We can take him to a temple. They can, we can speak with him, find out what his wishes are. If he wishes rest, he can have rest. But if he wants to continue the fight, we should bring him back. But is it not a god's responsibility to give death as often as life? You are a man of advanced age. Surely you have pondered your mortality. Death is what gives life its importance. Death is what makes these small battles matter. Would you not say? Yes, small battles, but we are fighting the greatest battle on Galarian. Yes, and Lork has lost. Yes, but we can bring him back and we need all the help we can get. And I don't think, and I don't know, but I don't think that he would want to leave it like this. I think we should find out what he wishes. If he, if he doesn't wish to come back, if he wishes rest, he, he, he can have rest and we will carry on as best we can. But I will not leave him like this if, we, if there is a chance that he wishes to continue the fight. Your words are wise, Pembroke. We shall consult with the dead. So is there like a temple we could find? Someone who can cast speak with dead? It's a third level cleric spell. Maybe Briella. Oh. 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 She's the cleric in town. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Put him in the sack. (laughs) Let's go. Lork's hamburgers. Put them in the sack. <laughs> so you drag the sack throughout town. <laughs> bumping it on every rock. God. Sorry. 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 Through oh, a couple sorry. puddles. <laughs> the horse feces. Uh, <laughs> you drag this filthy, soaking wet sack. In throw to throw it at her feet. To fix it. Here, talk to it. Talk to it. <laughs> the back is soaked. <laughs> can we can we blood, also blood stains all over it can we try to just take them out for a second when we get to a nearby bar and pick up chicks like weekend at bernie's, at bernie's. <laughs> put a pair of sunglasses troy, on them troy is doing a bernie impression right now put really the headband good. of charisma over his eyes now <laughs> 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 joe's doing it and he's coming often <laughs> follow oh, in their crop wait wait hold on <laughs> Yep, I'm still sad. All right, right, so you... We bring him to Briella. Bring to Briella's door, and what do you do? Well, we have Briella. Um, We have good news, and we have bad news. (laughs) Briella opens the door, sees all of you, and says, Come in and bring him. Oh, was she scrying on us? And she, like, opens the door and wants you to come in. Go in. I go in. I Barraza goes in too. And you just bring the bag into the room and catch the guitar as well. Very modest accommodations, as you remember from before. A couple of rooms offsetting the main room, and you lay the bag down. How did you get back here so quickly? Uh, we are fleet of foot and I am a wizard after all my speciality (laughs) how did you know why we have come why did you bring him here we wish to know if Lork's spirit wants to return to the world or if he wishes to rest if he wishes to return we will bring him back the way we brought him back before if he wishes to rest we will leave him to his rest but we we want to know what he wants we hope that you might be able to let us know you wish me to speak with him Yes. Speak with the dead? Yes. Yes. If you would be so kind. And from the back of the room, you hear a voice. That won't be necessary. 
and a beautiful young half-orc oh. female oh. steps out. For I have spoken to the dead. And she has told me that he must be brought back. What? Pembroke rises up. Pardon me, but who who is this? She says her name is Gormley. <gasps> what the f- We'll see you next week. Oh my god! <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 